0: This is uh, Friday's fresh message. Uh, may God bless you. I pray that you've had a blessed week. Um, God is good. This new year has been a blessing thus far, and we just thank God for all he's doing and all he's going to do. Before we get into the message, let us bow for a word of prayer wherever you might be. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to come and to share the message in which you've blessed me, to share it through the anointing of your Holy Spirit, to with thus your people who choose to listen in We pray now for this message that it go forth through the airways and stream That you get the honor, glory, and the praise We thank you for this ministry, we thank you for this time We thank you for all those who, who listen, and We pray that souls might be touched, hearts might be encouraged, and lives might be changed When you get all the honor, glory, and the praise All of you and none of me, it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen The message will be coming from Mark The Gospel according to Mark chapter 16, verses one through eight. I'll be reading from the Christian standard version of the Bible, the Holman Christian standard version of the Bible. And it reads, beginning at verse one through eight, when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Salome, bought spices so that they could go and anoint him. Very early in the morning on the first day of the week, they went to the tomb At sunrise, they were saying to one another, who will roll away the stone from the entrance of the tomb for us? Looking up, they noticed that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side. They were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he told them. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they put him, but go tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there, just as he told you. They went out and ran from the tomb because trembling and astonishment overwhelmed them. And they said nothing to anyone since they were afraid, I would like to tab this message in which to speak on in regards to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. How the gospel became the good news, how the gospel became the good news. One thing I want to share with you is that God always knows what we need and when we need it. He already knows the story Actually, before we even get to it here, we're talking about the morning of resurrection. A lot of times you don't hear about the resurrection in regards to uh, Jesus Christ until around Easter, but this is to be celebrated any time and every time. And there's a lot of things we want you to understand in reference to the gospel and how the good news about Jesus's resurrection became the gospel. Because God wanted to send us good news through his son, even though Jesus suffered on the cross. And even though Jesus uh, went through all that he did, he did it for all of us. And it demonstrated how Satan is and how he how he wants to kill, steal and destroy. But He couldn't destroy our savior because he just helped our savior get to what he needed to be in order for us to be redeemed, which God sent him to do. He completed his mission. So my first point is, is how the the good news became the gospel is preaching. You see, Jesus was preaching the gospel to uh, all of all those who would listen and he would draw masses because he was speaking with God's authority because he was all God and all man. So his authority drew people. And a lot of times we don't understand God is drawing us through the preaching. So anytime you hear the word of God going forth and it's sound doctrine, it's the Holy Spirit that's that's in you, that's telling you, that's, that's guiding you and trying to draw you closer to God. One thing about God's word when, when it's being preached, you have to understand that that's that's the intimate time with you and God through the, the spirit that's going through the anointing of the preacher down to you by the Holy Spirit and what God has laid on their heart to share. And it's given to you in an applicable way. That way you might receive what God is saying to you through that that vessel that's being utilized to share whatever it is that's being shared, as long as it's according to the word of God. We have to understand that God orchestrated this and Paul even says in in a letter in one of the epistles later on, he said through the foolishness of preaching. So but at the end, the Bible says, how can they hear without a preacher and how can he preach without unless he be sent? So you have to understand that when God's anointing is placed on the preacher. And he's sharing the word of God. Your job as a Christian is to validate through scripture what he's saying and then understand that the preaching need to be sound. It needs to be coming from the word. What he's saying need to be applicable to the word unless he identifies or the teacher identifies he or she teaching that it comes to you. And, and you and you realize it's just strictly philosophy or it's their opinion. As long as they identify that, then you're in good shape. But when their opinion becomes like their their doctrine, you have to be very careful. Notice here in in the text, when they went, they were already wondering who's going to roll back the stone. But when they got there, there was already someone, a young man there dressed, it says in verse five, when they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side. They were alarmed. Don't be afraid, he said. You are looking. For Jesus Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they put him? See, that's the good news. Jesus wasn't there. He he had already told him that he was going to rise. He already had shared with his, with the disciples that 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 he this that things were going to happen, but on the third day he was going to get up. And and we have to understand that when the preaching is going forward, we have to understand that it's being delivered by the Holy Spirit through the vessel. And, and because guess what? We all are humans, so we all have to die. But God uses man to demonstrate according to his word what he needs done. You see, the definition of preaching in the secular world is the delivery of a sermon or religious address to an assembly, a group of people, typically in a church. See, the, the, the definition alone doesn't justify what it is. It's the gift of God that he gives to man with his anointing, with his blessing for it truly to be of God. True preaching comes from God because Jesus is the greatest preacher, because he's the one who demonstrated preacher prior to that. The prophets will share what God's message was to the people. But Jesus came and he was all God, the word of God and all man that became flesh for our sake. So that we, we might receive what God has for us to say and to know. So how dare we? go through and act like the preaching is just man and not validate what he's saying to make sure that the Holy Spirit is dealing with him and preaching a sound doctrine according to the word of God. So the second point I want to bring in how the, the good news became the gospel is the death at the cross. You see, Jesus. First thing is Jesus died to bring us near to God. He had to do that. He had to sacrifice a lamb. You have to understand sometimes that when when this time when Jesus was walking the earth, the custom was with the Jews were the only promised people. So therefore, in order for Jesus to say everyone, the Jews had to reject him and he had to die for the Jews and for the Greek and for all of us as Gentiles. So that way we could be redeemed. So it's very, very, very critical that Jesus did it this way. First Peter three, three and 18 says this: Christ died for sins once for all. The righteous for the righteous, unrighteous to bring you to God. See, it's for you. It's for us individually. It's us for, up to us to receive this blessing that his death on the cross was in our place. So that way we might receive eternal life through what Jesus efforts were. The second thing in reference to the death, uh, death, sin at the cross, the death, sin, meaning the sin was on the cross. So we that's why we have to honor the cross. Jesus died to reveal God's character. You see. Romans 3, 25 through 26 says this. Jesus also died to prove the justice of God. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement to demonstrate his justice. Understand Jesus had to become sin in order for God to forgive it because Jesus's blood did not have any sin. Yes, he was tempted. Yes, he dealt with the struggles and the strains that we go through. Yes, he did this, but he did not sin. And he completed the mission that God sent him on was to share God's love and show God's character, meaning his genuine concern for all people. That's why he healed. That's why he demonstrated power. That's why he also shared the word. That's why he went to the synagogue. He kept every custom. He kept every everything decent or according to what the father had had put into place for all the jews as a jew but he also also showed mercy to others who were not jews the samaritans and all the other ones as well so that's the beauty about god god showed his true character he's a sovereign god he loves us and he cares for us so therefore he wanted to make sure that we understood that it is pp care for all humanity as overall and my final point uh was the resurrection and the life and that's how how we, how the good news became the gospel. The good news was he got up. He proved it that, that he could give life. He lay. he can lay it down and he can pick it back up. So he proved that. So that's very significant here because notice in verse seven, as we pick back up, he says, but go tell the disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of, of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Just as the, just as he told you, they went out. This is what they did. They went out, and ran from the from the tomb because trembling and astonishment overwhelmed them and saying and they said nothing to to anyone since they were afraid so we have to understand that when god shows us something very supernatural sometimes we're the same way we're astonished god how did you do that and when god blesses us to get through that and he shows up and shows out ain't it powerful how you tremble oh lord you're just so amazing so good so we have to learn just give god glory and praise and just thank god that that Jesus came and died in our place. You see, we have to understand that the resu- the resurrection blasts apart the finale of death. The Bible said it took the sting of death away. Jesus made this wonderful, profound statement that changed the world. And that's found in John chapter 11 and 25, where it says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, shall live. He shall live. See, that's a beautiful thing. We have to face a physical death. But we don't have to face a spiritual death and God has a new body, a new culture waiting on us. We will be residing with him forever because that's the beauty of the resurrection. That's where we put our great hope is in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So that's why all of us, those of us who believe we must continue on this journey and thank God for the good news that we find in the Bible. That, that uh, our Lord and Savior came and died to substitute death. That way we may have a way to conquer sin because it's only through him that we can be saved. So maybe I'm talking to someone that is not saved. If you're not and you listen to this. All you have to do is say, Lord, forgive me of my sins and my shortcomings. And Father God, as you forgive me, I need a savior. And I believe and trust that Jesus did die on the cross. And I need him to come into my heart, into my life. And I need to get on this Christian walk. And I believe this Christian faith at that point. When you ask God for forgiveness and you ask and you repent of those sins and then you ask for Christ Jesus to come into your heart and you receive him as your Lord and Savior, God gives you the Holy Spirit, gives you that gift. And then at that point, you start your Christian experience. You begin because it's a supernatural relationship that starts at that time. And understand if you're not in a church, find a church, find a pastor, find someone to get in that's going to preach you true sound doctrine. Surround yourself with people that God would have you to have. Pray on your friends, pray on your family, pray over those who come into your life and make sure they're speaking some Christ into it. And then develop your Christian walk from there. But make sure you're around sound doctrine and make sure you're around sound teaching that connects you with the word of God. And then you can grow from there. And this is the key to how to how the good news became the gospel. Is knowing that Jesus went to the cross with no sin Was between two criminals who deserved what they were getting And one of them said, you know, Lord remember me when you get to paradise And he told that one, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise And that's what he's saying to you that are not saved He wants you to repent and be remembered and be with him in paradise And the other one, he mocked Christ and didn't receive him but thank God he got up on the third day to show that he has the power to lay down his life and give and bring it back up. And he has the power to bring us up with him. And one day we we'll, those of us who are saved we understand we'll be with him forever ever, and eternal life. But while we're on this side, let's continue to go out and share the good news. And understand that God put this here for us to know that he has all power in heaven and earth. And he sent us the savior to bless us and keep us. But he also sent us the comforter known as the Holy Ghost. That will He bless us once we receive Christ Jesus to guide us and keep us in this life. I pray that this message has been a blessing to you. This is your Friday's first message. May God bless you. Have a blessed week. Thank you.